0: What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Gold Diggers Podcast, part of the Niners Nation Podcast Network. I am Rob Stats guerrera and with me, as always, on a Friday, from the Ball Blast Football Podcast and NFL.com, Michelle Majuk. What's up, Michelle?
1: Hey, hey. I'm going to try to uh, bring the energy today because you look like death. Um, <laughs> you're You're struggling at the
0: moment. First of all, thank you. Second of all, thank you because I appreciate <laughs> that. But as the folks say, it looks good on radio, so we're going to power through. Um, rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation podcast network. As we always say, if you take the time to leave a review, we will read it on the show. This one comes from PNW Brian 360. Five stars, great 49er shows. Love Niners Nation and the fact that you guys put out tons of shows daily with a lot of variety. Makes my commute and free time packed with tons of content. Rob is the only one who annoys me. He's too intense. Everything is either terrible or incredible. And he makes me think of shock jock sports radio personalities. Everyone else keep up the good work. Rob, you're annoying, but don't change. Well, Brian, I think that's the worst review anybody has ever left on anything at any time. So let me just say that right now.
1: They're mean. That's mean. I think you're fantastic.
0: Well, you're a little biased, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, We're going to get into a couple of things going on with the Niners right now. We got a little bit of news this morning as John Lynch was on KMBR talking about the status of Jimmy Garoppolo because the injured reserve situation for the Niners is a little weird because they're basically running out of spots. They've had so many people injured. And, of course, we'll get Michelle's best bets for the Buccaneers game as well. Let's start with the Jimmy news. If you didn't hear it, John Lynch was on KMBR and said they are not going to put Jimmy Garoppolo on injured reserve. A lot of people are saying, well, that means there's a chance he's going to come back and they're going to roll the dice. I don't think that's what it means. I think they know they've got a few weeks left in the regular season. They're not going to put Jimmy on IR. And they're going to leave a spot open in case somebody else gets hurt.
1: I mean, yeah, if you think there's even a 1% possibility that he can come back, then you got to keep him off IR. I personally, I'm holding out hope more for Trey Lance than I am Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess it seems far-fetched, but at the same time, I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo's best bet, best bet is to be back by the Super Bowl and that at that point i mean i i know uh, Levin said this yesterday but at that point if brock purdy brings you to the super bowl you can't then change it for jimmy garoppolo coming off a pretty bad injury and that would just be silly like if he could bring you that far then you gotta just roll with him
0: and tom Pelissero said on rich Eisen's show well maybe jimmy could come back and be the backup like no if he can't come back and play then don't bring him back at all what good does it do to have him be the backup it's just weird. I I have to say, I agree with Levin. If if you get to where Jimmy Garoppolo has a chance to return because the 49ers are still playing, then Brock Purdy is your guy. Unless, like you said, Trey Lance comes back, and I still continue to believe that Trey Lance, it's possible. Not that he will, just that it's possible.
1: Yeah, the thing with Trey Lance is if he comes back, he offers something that Purdy cannot just that big playmaking ability, and he offers something that could actually take a team over the top to win a Super Bowl. Like I, I feel like Purdy can. He's not going to be as good as Jimmy Garoppolo, in no way. Like Gar- Garoppolo really good in Kyle Shanahan's system. Like it's just how it is. Like he he knows how to run the system. We'll see if Purdy can. But they kind of offer the same skill sets. We just got to. Purdy has to make sure not to make too many mistakes. And I don't think. Like this is what stinks like i don't think the 49ers can win a super bowl with brock purdy which that's disappointing i don't think it's going to happen unless the 49ers end up being having the best defense in like nfl history they have to have like a top five defense in nfl history if they're going to win a super bowl with mr irrelevant which by the way i did tell you i was going to um do something for you I'm already regretting this like pretty hardcore but last week I was kind of you know saying I we got to give the Dolphins more credit we got to give Tua more credit I think the 49ers defense you know could give up a lot of points against this team they did not they looked great now were guys opened yes but at the same time they made Tua uncomfortable and it made him a terrible quarterback man Tua was bad so for not respecting the 49ers defense as much as I should. I'm going to take a bite of mayo.
0: Oh no, no. Oh my God.
1: Oh my God. I'm going to take a spoonful of Mayo, not a cup. I already hated myself this morning. I was like, why did I tell stats that I would do something? I couldn't. I forgot uh,
0: about this. I never would have even remembered. You can't. This is self-inflicted mayonnaise. You're voluntarily doing this.
1: I've almost thrown up like five times just looking at this. I just need it gone. So three, two, one. Cheers. Oh, my God. God.
0: Oh, my God. She did it. Oh, 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 no, I can't believe it. This is not what I need when I'm this sick. Oh, I
1: regret it. I regret it. Oh
0: my goodness. I respect (laughs) you so much,
1: (laughs) but I need to pay up for when I say things that I'm wrong about.
0: Wow.
1: Wrong about how good this 49ers defense is. They're truly fantastic. And yes, but this is the thing, right? I brought up how you can pass on the 49ers (laughs) and how they do allow, Oh man. How they do allow a lot of open guys, but that's every defense nowadays. It's really hard to just like lock down players. Like, guys are going to be open. They're going to be able to pass on you in some plays. That's every defense. Everything else they do is really fantastic. So I paid up for that. That was disgusting. And yeah.
0: Wow. I cannot believe that. You just earned so much respect <laughs> among 49er fans. That's unbelievable. <laughs> oh my God. That was bad. What is wrong with you? now she's just now taking the chaser which is diet dr pepper which is still very weird to me by the way
1: uh no i took the chaser before
0: oh you did okay i missed it oh my
1: god Diet dr pepper is like one of the best beverages in the
0: world yeah i don't think so but whatever um but yeah look the niners defense came to play i know you talked a lot about their third down offense but the niners locked it down not allowing a single third down conversion and that's the kind of thing they're gonna need as we go forward here the one disturbing thing that I feel like nobody's talking about Nick Bosa hasn't practiced at all this week
1: very important too because Tom Brady the thing with Tom Brady this year is you watch him and you're like okay he's still doing Tom Brady things he's able when he is able to be in rhythm and get the ball out quickly like he can hit his guys and he can still even throw deep like if he's on rhythm like if he gets the ball he has a second and everything is perfectly timed how it needs to be he's still gonna hit those balls but if you make him uncomfortable in the slightest and he has to just get off his game by an inch (laughs) like you push him one inch to the opposite way of what he wanted to be he cannot throw a good ball anymore like balls are being short or overthrown he like his age is coming out slightly i do believe that So all the 49ers have to do is make Tom Brady uncomfortable. I mean, that's kind of been Tom Brady his entire career. You make him uncomfortable and he's not, you know, he's going to make mistakes. But I think that's extra, extra prominent this year where it's like, you don't even have to make him that uncomfortable. Just get in his face. And I, I think that's what makes Nick Bosa really important here because he is by far the best defender for the 49ers.
0: Tom Brady is 45 and his age is just starting to show this year. It still blows my mind. I know. Um, But here's the thing you have to worry about if you're the 49ers. After this week is Seattle, a massively important game, and it's on a short week on Thursday. So if Bosa has not practiced on Wednesday and hasn't practiced on Thursday, even if he practices today, do you want him to gut it out on Sunday knowing they then have a much more important game on a short week on Thursday. Maybe you sit Bosa this week and hope that he can be 100% against Seattle.
1: Yeah, but this is a pretty important game as well. You need to win these conference games. And then if you lose against the Buccaneers, they're only one game behind the 49ers. Obviously the Seahawks game is more important. It's just like, this is pretty important as well. So if Nick Bosa can go, I, I think he needs to, because it's not just, Oh, Nick Bosa's out like we don't have him that's going to change the entire defensive line yep and like listen the Buccaneers offensive line has been in shambles this year lots of injuries not very good so they should be able to get it done anyways but you really want Nick Bosa to be out there
0: it's it's a weird thing to say with Brock Purdy but you almost feel like the offense might have to pick it up a little bit if Bosa is not in the game I think they can do it here's what I think is going to be interesting Steve Young kind of talked about this on KMBR. Basically, the Niners, you would think, right, they'll do short throws, screen passes, nothing crazy. But the Bucks know that. And Todd Bowles is a really good defensive mind. He's going to try and take away those things. So I think the throws that are going to be there for Brock Purdy are kind of the bigger chunk throws. Because I think Tampa's strategy is going to be basically, we don't think you can do this. We're going to load everybody in the box. We're not going to let you run. And we're not going to let you throw those, those Jimmy gimmies as we used to call them when number 10 was under center. And we're going to make you have to beat us vertically. And I know one thing about Brock that at least bodes well for the Niners. He's not afraid to take those shots. You know, he's willing to sling it. So if those are there, he'll take them, which is a little reassuring.
1: Yeah. I don't know a ton about Brock Purdy. So I went and read up on some draft profiles from some companies that I respect and, and trust especially when it comes to you know the draft and watching film and stuff and a lot of them said the same things it's like purdy's solid like he he's a solid player he doesn't do anything elite but he's not terrible he's like he's a very good leader he's uh, like has a good head on his shoulders he's not gonna freak out during the game all good stuff his biggest issue is with um accuracy deep like very accurate short and intermediate but he doesn't have a strong enough arm to be accurate passer deep so that's just the the biggest worry there is if defenses aren't worried whatsoever that he can throw a good ball deep then they're just going to be able to stop the short stuff and then he's pretty much screwed we'll we'll see there's so much unknown about Purdy he's small I mean he's not even six foot one inches and I I think that's probably a big reason why he fell in the draft and he doesn't do anything amazing that's just like I don't know how far he can bring this team I do think they can win this game though pretty easily the Buccaneers offense is straight garbage this year they've scored 22 (laughs) or fewer points in each of the last eight games why are they games. so bad i don't know because they have weapons i mean you have mike evans you have chris godwin who i love you have an old julio jones but and you have two decent running backs you have tom brady i don't really know like i don't know why they're so bad
0: maybe bruce arians had more to do with that offense than we gave him credit for while he was there um the thing with brock he seems like he's a good leader trent williams was talking about it this week how he was ordering guys around like his intangibles are pretty good and what i said was if you had to start the season with brock purdy yeah forget it you can't do anything but there's no reason that the 49ers can't at least get to the playoffs with him if you go two and three the rest of the way you've won 10 games that's probably going to be enough to get you into the playoffs
1: yeah i think 10 games will get you into the playoffs in the nfc for sure the thing about purdy is like every single thing i read like i read like five different draft profiles it was all great leader great leader great leader that's that's really important he also owns 32 school records at iowa state 32 school records that's pretty impressive uh led iowa state to seven fourth quarter comebacks so that shows me like hey like he, ha- he can have that dog in him if he needs to, <laughs> he seems like a fun guy to root for. He really does yes. talk about fun guy to root for. I, you probably didn't watch the game cause you were sick. Oh my goodness. That Baker Mayfield game last night. Uh, one of my favorite games of the season, or uh, maybe all time. It was so much fun.
0: I have always liked Baker Mayfield. I like his personality. Did you see the video, the post-game video in the locker room when McVay <laughs> gives him the game ball? Yeah. He's screaming all over the place. I I I don't know why people don't like him. I like him. I I don't really want him to be the quarterback of my team, but I like him. I like his personality and I think he's interesting.
1: Listen, we talked about in this off season, Kyle Shanahan didn't look uh or or didn't like he like ignored Patrick Mahomes tape. Right. And then he didn't think Tom Brady had anything left and he's been like missing out on these quarterbacks. They didn't even put in the claim for Baker Mayfield. When your only quarterback is Brock Purdy
0: and Josh Johnson,
1: <laughs> that's wild to me, but it's not like, oh, well, Kyle Shanahan clearly doesn't think Baker's good. So he's not, it's like, well, he's missed out on guys before I love Baker Mayfield. I can't believe they didn't even put in a claim for him, but apparently Baker already, uh, booked his flight to the Rams before claims even went through. So he knew what was happening.
0: Whatever. Interesting.
1: But, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I, I just don't want to hear the whole, well, he needs time to learn the system thing ever again. Cause Baker Mayfield was with the Rams for 48 hours and guess what? They figured it out. Like, I get it. Time in the system is valuable, but like, it's still football. They'll figure it out. Derek Carr Um, is straight
1: trash. I know that has nothing to do with the 49ers, but I just (laughs) needed to say that he's so bad. He's the worst quarterback to have because he keeps right in the middle, right in the middle quarterbacks where they're okay. Average is the worst to have. I always say that.
0: The Raiders lost to Baker Mayfield with less than 48 hours to prepare and to Jeff Saturday with six days of prep in his first week ever as a head coach. What a garbage franchise. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get into some best bets uh, for the Bucs in week 14. Back here on the Gold Diggers podcast. All right. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt last week, so we didn't do too great on the prop bets. But nonetheless... You can't account for Brock Purdy, so I'm giving us a pass on this week. Is that fair?
1: I think that's fair, and I had hit on Trent Sherfield about one second into the game. So
0: true, that is very true. There was
1: that, and then also Waddle got hurt. That was just a yeah, that was a bad week for bets. That's for injuries sure.
0: always mess with your bets. There's nothing. There's no way to plan for it, so we move on. But another opportunity this week: Niners, Tampa Bay. We know Brock Purdy is going to be in there the whole time. What do you got for your best bet number one?
1: i'm going kyle use check juice baby they have seven and a half receiving yards taking that over he's hit that in six of his last nine games the three games he didn't hit it were his three games coming back from injury but his snap count finally went back up in week 13. he had three targets in the game you expect him to be back at full health at this point or as healthy as you can be at this point of the season he got lots of short throws coming from Purdy and I think, you know, he's going to target use check two or three times in that game. And that's all he needs to hit this over.
0: I love this so, so much. First of all, did you see the picture of juice finger? No, so he had surgery on a broken finger and there's like five screws in it. And he literally, it's like the terminator. Like it's just pieces of metal all inside of his finger. Um, the dude's a gamer, man. I love him. He's just. He's fantastic. I'm so glad they brought him back. I know he gets a lot of money, whatever. I love him. I agree with you. I think Shanahan's going to dial up some stuff, make it easy for Purdy, throw it to juice. And I think he's going to easily hit this. He, You might hit it on one play where he sneaks him out. Like he always does down the sideline where he's wide open. Um, but well, I'm that's totally the thing involved. is he
1: only needs one reception. He's yep. had like earlier in the year, one reception for 24 yards, one reception for 35 yards. He had three receptions last week for 12. So like, but like one reception for eight yards is very possible. So, uh,
0: too you low know, I the like the, I like the short props. Yeah. You know, I'm a sucker for those use is definitely going to do it. Okay. Best bet. Number two,
1: I got Chris Godwin. I mean, I am just never going to stop taking slot wide receivers against 49ers. I'm never going to stop it because it's just too good of a bet. He and Chris Godwin's like what top three slot wide receiver in the league. What's easily? the number 60 and a half receiving
0: 60 and a half
1: hit this in each of his last three games, getting a gazillion and one targets this year, like since coming back from injury, he's third in the league with 65 receptions behind only Tyree kill and Justin Jefferson, 13 targets in each of the last two games, but no, this like, this is since week six, 12 targets, 13, 11, 13, 13, a gazillion targets because Tom Brady is throws in 0.1 seconds. He doesn't, he's not going to allow the 49ers to have time to put too much pressure on him. He's going to get the ball out quickly and it's going to go to Chris Godwin. I don't think he's going to be super efficient, but like probably eight to nine yards per reception maybe. But again, the 49ers struggle to stop the slot. Maybe you could break one big, but he's going to have seven, eight receptions in this game. I think he hits us over.
0: Yeah. I think that The Bucs are going to try and do the short stuff to minimize the Niners pass rush. So he's going to get opportunities. And I think it's going to come down to how well the defense can chase and tackle. And you know what? I'll take that matchup all day long. Because if there's one thing I know this defense can do, it is chase and tackle. So if that's the strategy the Bucs want to have, I'll, I'll live with it. But I agree. I think that Godwin, no matter what kind of game it is, if it's a close game, I think he'll get a bunch of targets. If the Niners somehow have a big lead, I think he'll get a bunch of targets. Like, I don't think he's affected by game script at all. So I agree with you on the Godwin over.
1: Thank you. I I appreciate (laughs) your agreement. And uh, I actually, like, I don't have a third one. I don't love any of these bets. I was looking at Christian McCaffrey, and you think, like, yeah, he's, like, I like betting his over for receiving yards because you expect Purdy to have to target him a ton. I might actually like his receptions more. My issue with his receptions is that they have him at, Four and a half, which is fine. I think he gets five receptions, but it's minus 155. So you're not winning any money. Right. Not really a great bet there. And the Buccaneers are pretty familiar with McCaffrey. I mean, he used to play in their division and they always keep him to really short yardage. Now he hasn't played against them since 2020. So it's been a while. Not the same defense. The Buccaneers' defense isn't as great as they used to be, but they're still pretty solid four receptions for 29 yards in his last game against them. in 2019, when he was like the best player in the league by far, they held him to 26 receiving yards and then 16 receiving yards. So they do a pretty good job and the Buccaneers are allowing the fewest receiving yards to running backs this season.
0: Wow. So,
1: it's a little difficult to bet on that, but they only have them at 39 and a half. So I kind of just want to stay away. I don't feel great about that. What I really wanted to bet on was Debo Samuel's receptions. Because, again, I just think this is going to be short, short, short. Debo had six targets in the second half last week with Purdy. Yeah. They were using him like crazy. That's what I want to bet on. But they don't have it. They don't have it up. Mm. But
0: yeah, it's w- not on the board. That's weird.
1: Once they you do know what- put it up, that's what I would want to bet on is Debo's. You know
0: what receptors. I'm going to take? What? I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey under rushing yards. Under fifty two and a half. Rushing yards. Now, again, it's minus 110. So that's not
1: bad. Yeah. Minus 110
0: is Yeah, it's not great, but it's okay. I mean, I know last week he had 66, but before that, 32, 39, 38, and not exactly against the best defenses in the world either. He's not that great as a rusher. Basically, this is what it comes down to. Does he pop one of those 20, 25 yard runs? When he does, he gets numbers like we saw last week against Miami. 66 yards you're like oh that looks pretty good in reality he popped the <laughs> right like you get that one big yard and it kind of inflates your numbers I don't think he's going to get that this week so I'm going to go McCaffrey under 52 and a half rushing yards I know you love when I take unders Michelle
1: I do well I, I I like unders in this game I think it's going to be a really low scoring game both defenses are good you have two quarterbacks that are yeah Brock like I don't think Brock Purdy is going to put up numbers against the Buccaneers defense they've the Buccaneers have been playing a lot of low scoring games because their offense is poopy as well. And the 49ers defense is so good. I just don't think there's gonna be too much in this game. So in like I like receptions and I like Chris Godwin, but I just don't know how many points are gonna be scored. I also would love to take the under on the Buccaneers rushing, like whatever, but they don't Ooh. have those lines up either because Fournette's dealing with an injury. He uh left practice early yesterday. So they don't know if you'll play and then Rashad white, but love taking the under on their rushing too, whatever it is. Cause they're not going to, they are the worst rushing offense in the league. I think maybe besides the Rams they are like right there with them. And then you have the 49ers who are just dominant against the run. The 49ers should really have no issues. Like winning this game just comes out Purdy not being the worst.
0: Right. Just don't turn the damn ball over. I like Kittle's longest reception over 16 and a half yards. Like I talked about, I think the Bucks are going to force the Niners to have to throw vertically. So what that means is I think that there's going to be opportunities to guys where, unlike with Jimmy Garoppolo, you might not have to get a bunch of yards after catch to hit this over. It might literally be a throw 16 yards down the field because that's the one area that the Bucs might concede a little bit and i think that Kittle, like the weird thing about george Kittle, he's had his best years with crap backup quarterbacks it's really weird but you go look at it when he was just beasting everyone and setting records look at the quarterbacks it wasn't jimmy garoppolo and so i don't know why but he seems to thrive in this sort of environment so i'm going to take the Kittle over a longest reception 16 and a half
1: it does feel like backup quarterbacks tend to lean on tight ends Yes. They're more open. Like it's not, you don't have to throw to a tightly covered wide receiver. You don't have to make as many reads. So I could see that happening. It did feel like he didn't even look George Kittle's way at all though. Last game. It was just like George Kittle's not involved. I'm really just sick of not knowing about like just use George Kittle. You could, you could use him, Kyle, but whatever they're winning games and that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. But what was George Kittle's longest catch last week? 19 yards guess who threw it brock purdy there you go only need one baby
1: i like it i like that more than betting on his receptions or his over like yeah just bet on the longest reception i i do agree with you there
0: what about the garoppolo bet that we always used to make and laugh about right interceptions over under one half actually is it still up to oh yeah there it is are you gonna take the over on brock like we always used to take the over on jimmy
1: yeah i would take the over i'm brock there throwing an interception because i do think that the buccaneers will be able to put pressure on the purdy like i don't know i i think it's going to be a harder game for it's going to be much harder for him than it was last week uh when you're looking at the dolphins i said this last week that they just allow guys to be wide open all the time they're like the third they have the third worst rate and amount of targeted guys they allow wide open which is third three plus yard separation while the Buccaneers are the fourth best at that. Like you're going to have to throw in the tighter windows. It's not just going to be guys wide open. Like it was last week against the dolphins. It's a much different defense that he'll be going up against. And I, he like, he's a guy in his first start. He's going to make some mental errors. And I would definitely put a bet on that. He's he'll make one of those bad throws.
0: And it's going to come down to where it is on the field and what the game situation is like last week, his interception was utterly meaningless It was on fourth down. He threw, it was his best receiver had a one on one down the sideline. He threw up a 50 50 ball, and the Dolphins lost field position by intercepting the ball because it was fourth down. And it was, they got the ball inside the 20. So it was basically like a punt. So if that kind of interception you live with, like that's workable. It's the ones where you're in your own part of the field and then you throw an interception, and then the defense, even if they're great, still gives up points. That's the back breaking stuff that you cannot have. If you're the 49ers and hopefully Brock takes care of the ball. I will say I'm nervous because I don't want Kyle to turtle up and pucker up and <laughs> because I don't Brady
1: and now. What is it? Two weeks in a row it's not two weeks in a row, but we've seen Brady make these last second drives yep. all of a sudden he comes alive and wins a game. He never should be winning. And that is worrisome. Also Tom Brady, seven and zero in his career versus the number one scoring and total defense, uh, entering a week.
0: Well, that's terrifying, but
1: um, also, you know, this year I do think he's aging, so hopefully it's not the same, but yeah, he is seven and zero in his career.
0: I just hope that Kyle doesn't get super conservative because I feel like he wasn't lately. He was throwing the ball more, especially in the first half. He was throwing the ball on first down more. He was going for it on fourth down. He was starting to evolve a little bit. I loved it. And now I'm just worried that he's going to go, oh my God, we have Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant you know, rookie quarterback. We have a great defense punt, 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 and pray to God that Tom Brady doesn't beat you. And I think you're playing right into Brady's hands in that scenario. You can't let this be a one score game in the fourth quarter. You just can't do it.
1: I do. I think it will be a low scoring game, probably a one score game at the end. And the defense is going to have to come up big and stop Tom Brady and no, don't allow him to have that last second drive. That's the only, that, Brady is so smart and he will like pick you apart. If he's, if he's on his game and he's allowed to be in rhythm, he will pick you apart. Finally, if he stays close in the game, I hate playing against Tom Brady. There is nothing I hate more than my team playing against Tom Brady because he's destroyed my Steelers for so many years of my life and he's Tom Brady. I mean, he's so freaking annoying. He's so annoying
0: and he's going to be, he's still mad at the Niners for not Signing him when he left the Patriots in 2020, I'm convinced. I mean, you hear him talk. He's still bitter about it. He talked about how he used to be a Niner fan and how he's not anymore. He's mad at them. He wants to stick it to them. And, you know, guys, especially athletes, are very good at taking any sort of perceived slight and turning it into motivation. Well, this isn't a perceived slight. This is literally the 49ers saying, we didn't want you, dude. And I think he's going to try to go out and light him up.
1: I don't think he's going to light them up. Like, I just don't think that's in the Buccaneers. Like they just can't do it this year for whatever reason, but yeah, it, this is probably just gonna be a gross defensive game, which some people like defense games. I'm a fantasy girl. So I like offensive points I'm very, you know, offensive heavy, but all they gotta do is get the win. That's all that matters. It could be a 16. It could be a nine to six game for all I care. It, like with Brock Purdy, like I am, going to lay off of kyle shanahan a bit like it's going to be a lot harder to score points i get that and just win games baby that's all you got to do and then we'll figure out how you're going to win games in the playoffs when it gets to that point
0: that's your 49ers summary before we go i do want to mention michelle your steelers have won three out of their last four games kenny pickett coming on how are you feeling
1: Listen, all we needed was TJ Watt back, I guess. He's not even like putting up too many points, but he's such a difference maker. I mean, putting up too many sacks, but he's such a difference maker on the field. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um Pickett is interesting. He's an interesting character.
0: Are you coming around?
1: No, not in the slightest. <laughs> not in the slightest at all. They beat the Colts and the Falcons and the Saints. Like No. Who did they beat? The Saints, Colts and Falcons. 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 <laughs> oh God. But Every they do have the Ravens while. without Lamar Jackson and the Panthers and the Raiders and maybe the Ravens again without Lamar Jackson. We'll see.
0: There you go. Look at that. Your Steelers going to make a late season. And the only game they lost in that stretch was Cincinnati, who looks amazing right now.
1: Oh, well, I mean, their are three losses since week uh, six have come from the Dolphins, the Eagles and the Bengals. So it's not like they're losing true they had a hard schedule they had a really hard schedule to start the year but they just needed to beat like the Jets and the Patriots and they would be in this thing it's I don't even want to see them in the playoffs like I'm so sick of seeing them in the playoffs and losing in the first round
0: well I'm glad they're playing better anyway I don't want to see your teams do poorly I don't know you're rooting for the tank apparently that's no, fine. am
1: It's during the game. I like, I get really into it, but afterwards I'm like, really, do I want to see them struggle in offense in the playoffs again and lose by 30 points? Like, not really.
0: <laughs> That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Please continue, rate, review, follow the Niners Nation podcast network. Tomorrow we have the crossover podcast. I talked to Ira Kaufman of JoeBucksFan.com. He's football royalty, basically. He gave me a breakdown of the Buccaneers offense. He pretty much feels exactly the same way you do, Michelle they don't throw deep and they don't score points. So that'll put you in a good mood on your Saturday. And of course, as long as I'm not dead, we'll do the instant reaction podcast after the game with me and Levin on the Niners nation, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Also my Twitch page at stats on fire. Please feel free to follow me I'm trying to become an affiliate. So help me out there. If you can, Michelle, I hope you have a fantastic weekend.
1: You too. Feel better. Let's go. 49ers. Come on. Brocky. Bye y'all. Brocky.